Nice. Welcome back to Rambling with Purpose. Welcome, welcome. I am one of your hosts, Kath. I am Daisy, and we've got a dope little guest over here. Yeah, you do. The one, <laughs> the only, Mr. Marky P. What's up? Marky P is my absolute best friend, life partner, work husband, mm-hmm. soulmate. Yep. She's referenced him previously. Spirit animal. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. He's just about everything to I'm me. A, I'm a silverback. You're <laughs> Your silverback gorilla. Uh, we wanted to bring Marky P on here to talk about, you know, all that good stuff. You're just going to steamroll me with questions about my life, huh? Yeah, I, we're going to make you really uncomfortable and very make vulnerable. make you get vulnerable, go deep. Marky P is a very uh, friendly and outgoing guy. He's pretty much uh, a celebrity. Hype no. Hype How up. dare you? Hype him up. How dare you? Tell, uh, tell the folks a little bit about you. Uh, I am the production manager and artist relations manager of Big Night Live. Uh, Shout it. Shout out. Um, <laughs> used to work for Envy Concepts. My whole entire life I've been in music and in some sort of artist relations role. Um, and yeah, I do lots of cool shit. He does lots of cool shit. He has- I'm grateful that I get to do cool stuff, though. We do. We do. We do it together. We do. We've been a team for the last seven years. Seven years, baby. It's been fun. It's been a ride. You're now my roommate. So the ride is now just on a whole, whole other level. <laughs> yeah, it it's really taken is. off. It, it is. It off. is. But yeah, it was a, it was a climb. And then now it's just a, we're in a free fall. Now we're in a committed <laughs> yeah. relationship. You know, I was thinking this the other day. Um, it's kind of like skydiving, right? Like we were in a plane, we were going well. Everything was going great for the last seven years. And both of us decided to jump out the plane. And now we are just plummeting to earth at a rapid, just a rapid pace, which is fine. That's okay. I love, I love living my life like a psychopath. I don't think most people could make that work, but it's pretty perfect. I love plunging through the sky with you. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's great. Do. Look, there's like a trampoline on the, like at the bottom. So we're going to survive this thing. We're going to go right oh, back. But we're just going to, it's just going to be just one thing after another. We're going to be fine. So tell us one thing cool about uh give us one of your stories mark wow uh, one story th- th- the one i'm thinking of is the kiss oh russell brand kissed me on the lips yes whoa yeah. i don't know this story so he's one degree away from kissing katie perry yeah i mean but he's also at the level of kissing russell it brand was, <laughs> it was uh that was that was, a, that was a unique one um i had to go get his luggage from uh the ritz oh in boston we were doing a show with him at umass and he said, okay. he looked at me and he said, I love you slightly less than I love my wife. And he kissed me on the lips and just continued on. And I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> That's a big statement. That was Did like you slip your, any tongue? That, no, no, no. no <laughs> I think he must have been too shocked for yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. He it was like, ready. I mean, that was the first year I've ever worked in entertainment. So it was one of those things where wow. every day was new for me. And then that was just a whole nother experience. Me being like, what? <laughs> what is this about? What life am I embarking on right now? That's a crazy introduction into it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of crazy stories. Some of them I can't talk about. Uh, yeah. Those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. We'll get those ones off mic. When I, when I write a book, I'll (laughs) put those, I'll put those in. Um, another, (laughs) another pretty cool one is, uh, we did a show with Ja Rule and DMX at recipe CMX and, uh, Biz Marquee. Um, I was Ja Rule's like day to day guy for, the span of a few shows and he is a guy that is a celebrity but he's even bigger than of a, like a celebrity than you would think he goes into dunkin donuts the manager's like lock the door whatever you guys want we're like i mean he's a household name we're right? like first of all don't lock the door you're not holding us hostage yeah, but we on. will That's take weird. everything that you want to give us so <laughs> we're driving from uh i believe it was lowell might have been lowell lowell to um springfield and the back seat is just stacked full of donuts and bagels and 
literally like four feet tall. I'm like, That's how my car used to look when I was leaving my shift at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay, yeah, perfect. So maybe we got like all the leftovers. Maybe they're just like, yeah, just give those guys everything. And it's just like nine day old donuts. Air dumpsters full. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, same weekend, you know, we'd go to McDonald's and I pull up uh, post-show to McDonald's in the drive-thru. And he's like, just pull up one more window so he can talk. Nobody's giving me free McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, valid. So he's out, he leans out the window. He's like, hey, yo, what up? It's like Ja Rule voice. And then all of a sudden some girl goes, oh my God, are you Ja Rule? Same thing. All the McDonald's you could ever want. Like everything in sight. It was gross. Yeah. I ate like but like, but like fun. Yeah, it was cool. And then we, we did an after party and I was supposed to close the show up. Um, and I hop in the SUV and they're like, we're taking money Mark with us. And Tim, our boss is like, wait, I love that. wait, did he just give you a nickname? Just go, just get out of here. Just take him wherever he's got to go. So we go to a, we go to an after party and, um, the, the owner comes up and he's just like, what do you guys want? He's just like, Oh, give me a bottle of champagne, a Henny. You know, this guy comes back with four bottles, one for each of us. Like I was holding a bottle of Henny and a bottle of champagne being like, Hey, I'm driving. I can't drink this. <laughs> B, this is insane. Like what? Like again, it was one of those moments where I'm like, "What kind of life am I living currently?" Oh my but God. there's been tons of stories like that, and I'm super grateful for all of them and and for all the experiences I get. So, cheers, yeah. cheers to that. <laughs> That's yeah. unreal. A little Dunky McDonald's so test with Ja Rule, Mr. Mar Money Mark. Yeah, I'm here for it. It's awesome. Love big, that. Big Ja Rule fan though. Like even before I was like, this guy's awesome. You were also in a prayer circle with DMX. I was in a prayer circle with DMX. I same. thought that was the story that you were going to tell. That was nuts. I almost passed out. Yeah. Like it that was, that was insane. Like DMX wouldn't go on stage because him and Ja Rule had like a, a longstanding beef. He's like, I'm oh. not going on, he's like, I'm not going on stage till I see Ja. So we're all like, oh Fuck. shit. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> They're going to fight in the hallway. So these guys walk in. It was one security guy, DMX, Ja Rule security guy. Ja Rule. And they were in there for like 45 minutes, just hashing out their problems. Then they Damn. took a picture, like a like a squad photo, and then Ja Rule posted it like the day DMX died. So it was like, wow. being a part of moments like that is nuts. Yeah, yeah that's nuts. pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I'm grateful for him. I work super hard to, to be able to have those moments and enjoy them and look back and just be like, I, I've done some pretty cool shit. And yeah. it's not done yet. Right. You know, it's not done yet. We're only just beginning. You're in the thick of it, baby. 10 years in, I'm only just beginning, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> we what in is it, time? baby. Time isn't real. Time yeah. isn't real. We got all into that what all is the this time. This social construct, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> 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 Dive Harley's looking at us from last episode. Like, we defined the definition we, of a second. It was wild. Yeah, we really got into it. So, yeah, time ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Rambling purpose, time ain't shit, time bro. Ain't shit. You heard it here first, folks. Put it on a t-shirt, dude. Oh, time ain't seriously. shit. Time Words ain't are shit. hard. Time ain't shit. Time ain't shit. Words are really hard. Oh my dude, God. They really, really are. Oh my God. So I, hard. I can barely speak half the time. The only time I'm really good at speaking is when there's a microphone in my mouth and then I just like process everything differently. <laughs> just like makes if, your brain work yeah, so much. If I'm on the phone or I'm doing anything else and I'm, I'm speaking, it's like, <laughs> See, like, I do that no all the time. <laughs> I trip over my words all the time. Like you live with me, you know. I'm like, uh, can I do? You also trip over like your shoes in the hallway. And yeah. 
<laughs> Chairs. I just kitchen. trip a lot. <laughs> She'd be tripping. Dude, She'd okay. be tripping, man. Funny, sto- be tripping. funny story. I think you were asleep the other night when I walked out of my bedroom to like use the bathroom yeah. and one of our dining room chairs was like in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> Did you and I it? just crashed into it? <laughs> my leg went like through the bottom of the chair oh, no. and I almost went with it. Like I caught it. Wearing, I'm just in a pair of boxers. I'm like, if Kathy comes out, she's gonna think I'm making love to this chair. So I was holding it so delicately, and like, I wouldn't put it I'm past like, you. Oh, my oh my god! Gosh. I was just like, what Wait, is? So I was like, I hope she's not waking up. And I, like the whole time, I'm like peeking at your room, being like, is this door gonna open? Don't wake up! Don't wake up! Is this door gonna I really open? wish I saw that. Damn it! Is she gonna oh be like, gosh. what are you doing, Marky P? Go to bed. No, I never hear anything. You never hear That's anything. Good. I never hear anything. It's very quiet. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. It's pretty lit. Well, Marky P is this lovely, beautiful human being, but he also has Man, a lot handsome. of depth to him. And we wanted to yes, get a male does. perspective on the on this podcast. I was see, I just tripped over my words. I was about to say episode. Um, episode, yeah, podcast. episode podcast, oh, same thing. Whatever I want, it's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you do whatever you want, dude. You do whatever you, you want. get to pick your own words. Yeah, <laughs> choose your own words. Choose your own path. Choose your own adventure here on Rambling with Purpose. <laughs> Oh my God. But we wanted to get into a little bit about commitment issues. Yes. So, commitment issues. I'm dropping the bomb on you, bro. Wow, this is sick. I love commitment issues. (laughs) He's a big fan of commitment issues. As you can see, Mark is a big deflector with comedy. Yeah. Oh, look at him. He's all red. Yeah. But I think that we can dive in and use that to uh, ease the the pain as we dive in there. I'm ready. So, I think think one of the things also, I think we should all like go around and define what we think commitment issues are. And like we did with imposter syndrome. Yeah. And the first thing like I would say is that I didn't think of, I feel like I always think of commitment issues when it comes to relationships, right? That's like your first right. thought, but also commitment issues can to be something in your life. Like you can't commit to a career or you can't commit to where you want to live or where you want to go to college, totally. wherever like life phase you're in or when Some you want to get goal. married or something. Yeah. So I think commitment issues is just like the fear of... <sighs> why do I, how do I want to word this? The fear of... Commitment. Like commitment, that is the yeah. Word. Like That's the fear the of going down the wrong path. Yeah. I mean, I think I define commitment issues for me personally would be like, I don't commit to things that are too outside of my control mm. and outside of like my comfort. Mm. Yeah. So like I'll commit to going to a Celtics game, right? <laughs> I know what the, I know what the it's outcome of this commitment. Celtics game is going to be, right? True. Or whatever. I, you just go there, you walk in, you get a beer, You walk out. Enjoy a game. Right? Yeah. When it comes to relationships, the commitment issues, it's like, you can't control the outcome of your relationship. Right. Ever. Oof, say it again. You can't. It's impossible to control the outcome of your relationship. Right? Yeah. It's impossible to control the outcome of any scenario. No, that's not, that's not true. Your own actions. Right. That's what you're, you're in control of and that's it. But like, you can't control somebody to love you more or less at any given moment in your relationship. Right. Yeah. So if you're fully committed to that, you're also fully committed to potentially hurting yourself right. by allowing that other person not be committed to you. Right. To be who they are and where wherever the relationship right. brings them. And that's yeah. where that's kind of where my commitment issues go. Like my commitment issues are are like more centered around the fact that and I'm not a controlling person. I know Scorpios, I've I've heard this a million times. Like, Ooh, oh, you guys yeah, control everything. Mm-hmm. But like I'm not a time, man- I'm not like a manipulative or controlling person, right? But I do like to be in control of what I believe would be like my destiny in Mm -hmm. a situation. Right. And if I don't know what the outcome of that is, I don't commit to it. Yeah. Like doing a podcast. 
I know what the outcome of this podcast is going to be, right? Yeah. It's gonna We're going to walk sick. in. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a great conversation. We're going to leave. Everybody's going to be like, that was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in relationships, not so much. So what has, I mean, and also we need your definition of commitment issues first. My definition of commitment issues is similar. It's just like a fear of, of putting yourself towards a goal like because of due to uncertainty, pretty much what you're saying. It's like right. due to uncertainty, some sort of, uh, there's fear involved too, right? Like yeah, there has to sure. be some sort of fear that's holding you back. Some, it, whether it be like an insecurity, something internal, like internal fear or external, like fear of what something else, how something else could impact it. And then you're like, I'm committed to this and I didn't have control over that. But also like what could bubble up within you? Like that's not fully there or whatever. Like I'm committing to this but was I even ready or I'm committing to this, but did I want to do that? You know, like whether right. it be a job or like you said, like living, whatever it is. So some sort of goal in your life that's just something's holding you back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, de I definitely, I mean, I just had this happen. I have a lot of commitment issues now. <laughs> <laughs> just a little I mean, ticket myself. Girlfriend um, better at this point. I think everybody has commitment issues with something. Right. And I totally. think, well, I whether think it's my, relationships it. or, business or whatever, you know, it could be anything fucking food going out to dinner. Right. <laughs> like I, I am notorious for being like, yeah, let's go out to dinner. All right. Where are we going? And then I <laughs> bail 13 minutes before I'm supposed to go to dinner. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. It's like, that's a, that's a form of commitment issues. Right. Right. There, there's so many different types of commitment issues. Mine just so happen to stem from like girls. Yeah. So what has caused you to have commitment issues? Ooh. Um, I think long-term relationships that have gone awry mm -hmm. where you think that you're going to be with someone for so long, or you have something planned out in your head, or you just have, you know, your thoughts towards the future. And then those, those thoughts change, but not from you. Right. They change from someone else's yeah. angle from their end. Right. You can't control how much somebody loves you. Mm -hmm. You can't control how much someone likes you. They're just going to either love you and be a part of it, or they're going to, fall out of love at some point. That's scary. Yeah. So for me, it's like I had a long-term relationship where, you know, and I just saw her recently mm -hmm. and we had a conversation. She was just like, I didn't give you a chance. And I'm like, that's okay. Because I didn't, I didn't need a chance. I just needed to get out. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's no reason for me to continue. Where you're not like valued. committing to this relationship. If you are not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And that's kind of led me down the path now of being like, yeah, maybe, maybe I don't want a girlfriend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's scary. It's scary. It's scary you know? to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Like I, I really resonate with what you just said because that's what just happened to me is that like, I didn't see my breakup coming. So like it, it right. devastated me. Right. Like obviously. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was devastated. So now obviously I'm very, have my guard up and I'm like, no feelings. It's villain season. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not falling in love. I'm not talking to anybody. Yeah. Like it's been villain season for me for like the last 15 years. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You're teaching me your ways. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm him and Olivia's young grasshopper. Sorry world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like also, uh, that's something that you just made me think of is that obviously we're talking about commitment issues with the relationships. One thing that I'm really trying to work on mm. is I want to, focus on committing to myself because I, especially like, I mean, Mark is also my coworker. So like we always work 24 seven and I'm very committed to my job, which is great. And I love my job, but also I always put my job before myself. Yeah. And so I'm never, you know, I'm never 
I'm never making sure that I do the things I need to do for myself. Like daily, daily habits, guys, out the window. No. Like <laughs> we're so working yeah. on window. it. That's why we said attempted. Episode yeah, two feels so. Far every away. everything. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a great. Long, it's a great long episode. Ago. Thank a great you. Episode. Thank um, you. Everything nowadays, especially after going through what we went through for the last two years, right? right. Mm. If the people you work for, people that you work with, don't understand that everybody at some point now needs a little bit of mental sanity to, to be able to just be like, okay, no work. Right. I am not working right that now. Space to do I'm that. going to go to the gym. Kathy does yoga. Mm-hmm. I play video games. Like yeah. that's where, that's where my happiness is. Right. That's where I can like, I'll tell, I'll tell Kathy like, all right, going to shut my brain off. Literally. Yeah, I love that. Going to shut my brain <laughs> off. And then I just go into my room and I play Jurassic park for two hours. And I'm like, this is sick. Like I'm this feeling is, good now. This Side is me note, time. He killed all of his dinosaurs. Yeah, He's a horrible father. I'm a horrible dino dad. Dude. They were it's all bad. Oh, that's dead. not what you're supposed to do. No, yeah, he was no. like, you want to see oh. my sick dinosaur park? And then they were all dead. Yeah, what? yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, that dude. Is I, inappropriate. I know, I know. We, we, we I, clear, I, know, yeah. I clearly have commitment issues to raising dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> He's a deadbeat. I'm just a deadbeat <laughs> dino dad. Please, Mark. I just can't commit to any of my children. <laughs> he can't. He can't even commit to dinosaurs, man. Bad. So yeah, it's like having time to yourself now is- It's so valuable. It's valuable. And I think everybody understands that, right? Your bosses, yeah. your coworkers, of your- Of course, yeah. People better be your sensitive friends. to it now. Right? You, you kind of have to, right? And yeah. it's a long time coming because yeah. for a very long time, and I'm 34, it's like saying that you had some sort of mental weakness was showed like by everyone, like, oh, that guy, he can't hack it. That person, he's weak, like mm-hmm. mentally weak, but that's okay. You're allowed to be that way. Maybe you just need to recover to get to the spot that you need to be in. Totally. You know? And it's like mental health is just as valid as like a physical ailment. Like if someone yeah. came in with a broken leg, you mm. wouldn't be like, figure out the stairs, dude. Like, yeah. come on. No, I would. <laughs> 10 years ago, I'd have been like, figure that one out, homie. You know, it's like so if someone's having a bad brain yeah. day. You're not like, hey, figure it out. You didn't respond to my email. You didn't do right. this, whatever. It's and like, I'm. And it's hard. We're it's only hard. we're only going to do better in our professional lives if we take care of our personal lives. Absolutely. You know, and I am not doing that right now. Mm. Um I'm I'm trying. Yeah. And at least I'm acknowledging it. Totally. But yeah, I definitely do like this is the year of committing to myself and making sure that I get myself back into like I'm already in a, a better headspace, but like I'm totally. not, I'm not doing the things that I know help me, you know? Yeah. So right. so why aren't I protar- pri- whoa words are hard uh, <laughs> <laughs> prioritizing myself you know yeah totally you know isn't it like it's just like you work so hard at work and you put all your energy into it and then you're like i'm so exhausted i don't even have the energy to do the things i like right it's like okay then we need to pull back a little right yeah. and I'm, like, I'm also not being pr- I'm, not, I'm not being present too right like yeah like when, when you just came over my house before this you know like i was like in work mode and i'm constantly thinking about it i can't remain present in the moment right. because i'm like in work mode in my head i'm like okay i need to send that email i need to send that email and like you got to turn off you know you got to turn that switch off in order to perform how you want to perform yeah just show up for yourself outside of the profession that also that also leads into kind of your topic earlier about commitment too right the only thing that people commit to now is working yeah you're hella committed to work that's one thing you don't fuck around with no i don't and i'm committed to it and i know that you know i was saying earlier you know the outcomes right as long as I'm working as hard as humanly possible, I know that the outcome is there, right? Yeah. So if you just continue to work and you continue to commit yourself to work, you'll know what you're getting at the end of the day. Right. But everybody commits to work, right? When it right. comes to your personal life is where people have absolutely crazy commitment issues. 
Totally. You I, know? I feel like also like, Committing to work is like a safe commitment. Mm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Easy, it's an easy route versus like committing to like yourself or like digging in, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, like it's hard and scary to like face your insecurities or face your fears right. or face your demons or whatever going on in there. And like, it, it's like, I'm just going to apply myself to work or I'm just going to take my moment. And like, it's fine to like do those things. Absolutely. But it's like a lot of the time, like I do it all the time. I'm like, I want to work on myself. I want to work on this. I want to work on that. But like, what am I, am I taking time to process those mm. things? Not no. usually. No, I, you're, not usually. Absolutely not. <laughs> and like what happens is you kind of, and this is not just you, but everyone, right. we kind of do ourselves a, a, like a disservice by right. not allowing ourselves certain leeways. Right. Totally. You know, I, I make jokes with Kathy about, you know, the stuff she's going through. It's just like, you're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to be whatever you need yourself to be in that moment, but don't like let it overtake you. Right. Totally. You know, like totally. don't get stuck there. Yeah. He said, I can be, I can be sad 5% of the time. Yeah. You can, you can, you can be sad. Being sad is okay. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad all the time. I'm a sad boy, but it's like, you can only let it go so far, right? right? Before it completely overtakes you. And then it, breaks into your work. It breaks into even further in your personal life and your friendships exactly. and like the stuff that you're trying to grow. It hinders including your yourself. Yeah, right. totally. Right. I have a letter board thing that you can like change the message on. And currently it says, I only let seasonal depression win some days. Oh, I love <laughs> that. that. Today it did not win. No, the sun is shining. The sun was out. Daisy is feeling good. She's yeah. blossoming out here. You crushing did, it. Wait, did you just say Daisy's blossoming? Daisy is blossoming. Nailed yeah, it, dude. Nailed it. You're always blossoming, baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I do want to touch upon, I liked what you said about like commi committing to work is like the safe role. And I also think it ties into, you know, that's like our our overall society structure of like, right. you need a career, you have to go to college, you got to do that. So like, that's a path that's safe because everyone follows it. Exactly. Right? Except, so, me. Like, Except me. Except <laughs> me. Except me. I didn't go to college. I know you didn't. You went to college to drink. I went to college for five minutes. I went for lunch and I had a couple of beers. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'm out. <laughs> and Cheers people, to that. Yeah. It's like, but it, yeah, you commit to college, right? You commit. That's the path. I mean, it's the easy thing to do. Like not easy in a sense of like going to school clear. isn't hard, but it's, it's clear. clear. It's defined. Path. Yeah. It's, it's a clear defined, cut. It's direct. And it's a part of the norm. So it feels Everyone's easy doing it. to take that route. So it's like, oh, I'm supposed to do this because this yeah. is what everyone does. You don't have to think about it. It's already thought of for you. Yeah, right? for sure. And you can look at somebody and be like, okay, I can follow that person's path. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they've already paved it. Yeah, seriously. Go out and pave your own path. Yeah. It's like, it's like scary sometimes, you, you know? Can, There's you can so learn. shit you can do out there and you're picking it it feels at such a young age, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. it's like, how are kids are supposed to commit to a job for their quote, like potential entire lives? If you're going to college, like you're putting in money to that, you're probably thinking this can be a long-term thing. Like at what, 17, 18, yeah. right. that path, that's that's gnarly, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I remember, I, I might've said this on the podcast already, but I'm gonna repeat myself. I, I remember being a kid, like being like 12 years old or something and being like, damn, I really can't be wait to be like an adult, be married at like 25. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to have my shit together, man. Yeah, right. And then, spoiler alert, <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. It's, Ever. Yeah. Nobody knows, we are all 
posers and we're all pretending we know what we're doing. Yep. We pretend what we're doing like for the younger people or in the people around us to be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And then they're like, oh crap, you know what you're doing? Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we're, yeah, we're all a bunch of, it's like, I, I, we're all a bunch of phonies, but like it's what everybody does. So it's not being phony, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, you just sure. have to be confident in yourself and like oh. pretend you know what you're doing. 100%. And that's how you get through life. 100%. The thing is to like, growing up thinking, oh my God, I need to be an adult. And then you see your parents and you're just like, wow, they're doing the same shit I am. Like You're like, oh, so we're like, never, we're never adults. That's no. what, no. what you learn. Yeah. You, we're never getting anywhere. All you, all you learn, all you learn is you grow up and you just look at your parents and it's like, oh, we're, we're going through the same shit right now, huh? Your electric bills do. Guess what, dad? So is mine. You this literally, sick. You, all that happens is you stay the same, but you just like get more hair and wrinkles. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. And That's more it. memories. And more memories. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's a waste. No, it's, it's, a waste. Uh, <laughs> it's a waste. No, it's like, you know, going back to carving your own path and stuff. We're in a time now where you can go on YouTube and watch and research and learn literally any skill you want. Mm -hmm. I tell my students to look up how to tie their shoes all the time. Cause I'm sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's YouTube kid. It's like, Miss Daisy is done. Like school. People are good at school. People should go to school, but you should only go to school if that's, what path you, you choose to go down. Right. What makes right? sense for you. When people start to force, they're like, Oh, you got to go to college. It's like, I, I knew as a matter of fact that I was terrible at school, regardless of what I did. It was just something I just couldn't do. I didn't have the mental capacity for it. So I was just like, it's such a strict way of learning. Yeah. It, makes it sense, is a very strict way. You know? of learning. Yeah. But it's, you know, we're in a time now where some kids are not going to be good at school, but if you hand them a YouTube and you say, what are you interested in? And they're like, I love computers, right? You could watch a computer tutorial or a, a, like a YouTube tutorial on how to build a computer. Seriously. Are they going to teach you that in like middle school? No. no, no. It's like, you know what they didn't teach me in middle school? Like how to do my taxes. You stole it out of my mouth. Like tell me how to do my taxes so I don't get audited every year for the rest of my life. Yeah. Tax man. I know you're listening. Use that class. Let's, please. let's learn algebra. Yeah. It's like, like there's, what? there's I'm things that algebra, you, bro. and I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on school, but like, School, basically are. No, but school like, should it, definitely take some more to it. like life approach. Absolutely. Right? Here you go, kid. This is, this is a W2. This is a like, W2. This is TurboTax, my friend. <laughs> Let's do a little learning. Like but more cooking, like more like sewing, like yeah. knowing how to fix your clothes. Just Good skill. Good anything. Skill. Like anything. You know, they, they used to have like classes like that, like home ec classes, with, like right. cooking classes and shit like that. It's like, I went to school for cooking class, gym and cooking class. Seriously. Like I was like, how do I make a chicken parm? Like how do I impress this girl that I'm trying to go out with? Like I'm going for cooking class. Like bring those back. Yeah. Do those even still exist? Home ec, man. Hurley, you were know. in school. Hurley's in like middle school right now. Give me a thumbs up, Hurley, if they're still Ladies doing. Ladies and gentlemen, Hurley. Oh, thumbs down. Hurley we gave us a thumbs, thumbs down. down. Love Hurley. We love, love Hurley, Hurley so much. Um, yeah, oh, it's just, you can learn so much uh, nowadays doing literally anything. Seriously. Learn from your friends. Learn from like Hurley produces a podcast. This dude showed up one day. I don't know if you know how to produce a podcast, but now he's literally the best podcast producer in the fucking world. <laughs> we love you. Shout out. Like it's just it, it is what it is. Hurley doesn't have a mic because Mark stole it. <laughs> stole it. So he's thumbs up and he's blushing, but it's he true. Like he's a I mean, I don't I don't know how he learned how to create music, but it's sick. It's sick. Right? Like check it out. Hurley music. Yeah. H -R -L -Y, Hurley you know, music. and Shout I'm sure out. give me a thumbs up. Uh, did you learn how to make music on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, that's a head shake. 
See what I'm saying, kids? <laughs> you can do anything you fucking want in the world. Absolutely. Just gotta, just gotta find the outlet. Exactly. Find what, the outlet. What makes you feel passionate? What makes you feel like you don't have commitment issues about it? Yeah. yeah. No, I was Literally. about to say we've really pivoted. <laughs> I told you I was taking this thing over. Yeah. He, he hey, said he was. You're on rambling with purpose. It works. Yeah. We can do whatever <laughs> you fit we want, the vibe, baby. But, but yeah, like Hurley committed to learning how to produce music. Right. Right. Absolutely. By going on YouTube, I learned how to work a CDJ by going on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I committed my life to music. Right. That's what I know. But I didn't like learn how to work a CDJ and fucking math class in high school. Right. You know, it's also like how you, how your relationships are with people. Like we were just talking about this last night. Like I feel like you can get through anything in life. If you focus on your like interpersonal skills with people, Oh, for sure. you know, mm -hmm. like knowing how to communicate totally. with people, knowing how to understand the person you're talking to, like that goes a long way. Of, like your, your personal skills rather than just knowing the, the, technical skill set, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, it's also being able to like dissect the person that you're talking about's brain, mm -hmm. right. To be like, what do I need from them that will be of value to me in this conversation? But what can I also give them from me that right. would be valuable for it's them? It's a fine yeah. line, right? Cause it's like, you want to be attentive and understanding and tapped into the person, but like that can teeter on the side of like manipulation too, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, for sure. If you're like too, like, like overly doing that and then changing the way that you are engaging, like to get what you want kind of thing. It's like, there's levels to that obviously, but it's a, it's definitely a fine line. I actually yeah. just watched a, a Ted talk. Um, I thought you were going to say Tinder swindler. I was just like me too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, Tinder fine. swindler is sick. <laughs> Go, Go check it out. You watched um, I watched a Ted talk. That was like 10 ways to have a better conversation oh, right. with someone. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes, but that was like, she was just talking about the main steps is like the number one rule. And I know it sounds so cliche is like, you actually have to listen. You have to be present in the moment. Right. And I do this all the time. Like I'll be thinking when someone's talking to me of how I'm going to respond. Right. No, don't do that. Like don't hold like, especially like in a meeting setting or something, right? Like you're waiting for the other person to stop talking. You're like, oh, I have like a counter or I have a question and you keep it in your head and that's all you're thinking about. You you stopped listening. You missed everything. You else. missed everything. Yeah. You missed everything. Totally. Like you have to be present. You have to be able to separate yourself for a second from your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Like we always say of the yeah. crazy things that are floating through your brain and actually listen to the person right. and not think about how you're going to respond. I have such a hard time with that. Absolutely. I mean, beyond that half the time when I'm having a conversation, I'm like, am I staring too much in their mm -hmm. face? Did I, did, did I, do I look weird? Did I literally, I made, eye my body I literally made eye contact with Hurley before I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Literally, yep, just social anxiety creeping its head. Yeah, it's it's true though. Like what you're saying is 100% facts. Like trying to, and I'm, I'm as I'm looking, as I'm talking, I'm looking away because both of you guys are staring at now me. Now we're too hyper aware. Um, but yeah, now you're like hyper alert, but that's things, those are things that you realize that you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also the comprehension of listening to someone speak and trying to digest it in order to give the proper response is hard. It is. She said hard. on the she said on the TED talk as well, you know, everyone always tells you like I'm sure you've heard like how to be a better listener, like make eye contact, nod when you're talking when they're talking to you. Yeah. And it made me laugh cuz she was like, "Here's the thing. If you're actually listening, you don't have to teach yourself." 
how to listen. You just listen. You just do it. <laughs> you just listen. <laughs> Great point. Like you don't need to do all of this yeah. shit. Right. You just need to actually listen. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I have some students who struggle with eye contact and like will work on conversation skills and I'm like I'll mention it but I I can't put in like this heavy importance on it. Cause mm. like half the time I don't look at people. Like if I'm listening to them, sometimes I'm looking at the ground cause I'm really just intent on what they're saying. And I don't want to get weird social anxiety about how right. I'm looking or whatever. I want to focus. But like I have kids who will like doodle on their folder, like the whole entire time I'm talking. And then if I ask them a question, they can answer it and give me such a thoughtful question answer. And it's like, that's helping them focus. Yeah. You know, it's like if they were looking at me, they wouldn't have been focusing at all at right. what I was saying, yeah, but they were able to, Miss Daisy. they were much more able to as they were drawing or as they were looking at the ground or whatever it is. So it's like, it is a factor and like looking at someone does make them feel engaged to some degree, but it's also like, all right, like don't stare me down. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm yeah. going to get weird. It's, in it's intimidating. <laughs> it is. It it's like, it makes if you, you feel it, vulnerable. It does. And if you, if you're just staring at somebody while they're speaking, right. For the entire duration of their conversation. Yeah. It gets a little strange. Totally. Like, it's just like, it's <laughs> like you're just staring at them. You're just we like staring at the person. And you're just like, you're like, do you, do you want to make out? Is that, is that, is that where we're at? Are you listening Wait, to me? Like when I was a kid, people would say if someone looked at you for eight seconds or longer, they want to either kiss you or kill you. Whoa. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, so I think I have had an eye, com eye contact complex for, you know, ever. Do now. you count it? Do you count it down in your head? I'm like, all right, seven, <laughs> look away. Then you just, that's when you just like turn back. She's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's the, that like, that's like I the knew end. it. It was true all along. Yeah. Next like, time you're tripping in the kitchen at three in the morning, I'm just yeah. going to be sitting there staring just, at you and just, then I'm going to kill you I'm over the, over you. the dining room chair. Shit, it's like, I'm glad I didn't knock the pizza pillows off the, the, the plate. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't a confession by the way. Just, I didn't kill him. Leia did. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Full, full death. Oh my God. Death by puppy. Death by oh, puppy. Man. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like having conversations with people nowadays is hard. It yeah. is. Absolutely. Because everything that you can do through your phone mm. is way easier and way less emotional mm -hmm. and safe and safe. <laughs> I can, I can text, I can literally text like, shut up. Like, and people will be like, send it in two is he, seconds. Is he, is he mad? Is this funny? Oh. Is this whatever? But if I like look at someone, it's like, yo, shut up. It's like, oh, oh, he's pissed. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> yeah. the way people conversate nowadays. There's no tone. There's in text. zero tone. That's also another point that was on the TED talk. I guess this is like the highlight. We're really, we're really pivoting. Um, but the other thing that she said was, you know, nowadays our generation genuinely doesn't have as much communication skills and opportunities because of technology. Mm. Our generation would rather text than call. I know so many people who are like, I don't want to answer right. your call. I am a very big call person. Yeah. I think yes, it's you are. so Same. much easier. Same. But the stuff you can accomplish in a, in a one minute phone call. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to the stuff. Quick, yeah. Right. Like call. an hour long text message conversation that leads to like, are we having McDonald's late night or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just call me, just call me. Let me know now. <laughs> but in, in the industry that we work in too, it's like, people love texting. You need people love texting. People love texting, <laughs> but I need people to call me. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause if somebody sends me a text from one of you guys, right. If you're at the venues, do you send a text to me? And I, it's just going to say, Kathy Brinson, you know what I mean? Like, boom. And then I'm just gonna be like, eh, I'll get back to it when I can. Fuck right. her. Right? And it could be something important, right? It could be something important, mm -hmm. but it's a text message and yeah. I disregard all my text messages. Yeah, if it's something important, you know I'm calling. Yeah, so 
I think people need to get back to calling. Yeah, I agree. Let's get the call energy back, people. Hurley, Put yourself out there. Do you like calling people on the phone? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, he oh, doesn't. A he gives nod. a shrug. He doesn't. This is uh, fuck. Give, we're, give we're, him your mic. We're learning. We're he's, learning. He's in between. He's in between. Yeah. I feel like I'm in between. I'm down with a call most of the time. Yeah. If I've got my words right, <laughs> but otherwise I'm going to figure it out in a text. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I just prefer, I think I prefer phone calls like yeah. 75% of the time. Me too. Just call me, get it over with. Tell me you hate me. You don't have to stare me in my eyes unless you FaceTime me. <laughs> and even then I'm answering FaceTime like without a shirt on. Yeah. So it's like eyes up here, folks. <laughs> like, like, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Oh my gosh. Wow. Blackberries. Dun, 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 dun. Call me, beat me. Love it. That's Kim Possible, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Kim Possible. I'm an old man, dude. dude. I'm an old man. I don't know oh, Kim Possible. Kim Possible, fucking classic. We'll go home and watch it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Call me After we eat carnitas. Ooh, Liv, blessing us up. Um, real quick, I do want to pivot back to commitment yes, issues. Please. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm, it. no, I was, it was actually a question for Daisy. I wanted okay. to say, where where do you have commitment issues in your life? Um, I have them in a lot of different places, specifically. Just hiding in the corners. Yeah, they, they, they pop up. They pop up where they need to pop up. They pop like, up and say, hey. They're yeah. just in like a potted plant. Yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> they they're like, boop, here I am. <laughs> um, okay, well. I did talk with Gavin before we had this Do we episode. have the approval? There's approval. Okay. Um, I definitely, like, going into this relationship, I was very, like, I don't know, very in independent and, like, wanted to continue that independence. And I was, like, really striving to keep that. But we were pretty pretty into each other early on. It didn't take you long. You liked, liked each other. We liked, liked each other pretty quickly. So, like, once we were clearly having, like, more feelings for each other, that's when I asked him to be my partner because boyfriend, girlfriend felt too like owny mm. ownership and expectation based instead of this companionship and like you're a team and you love this person and you're, you're their best friend. And I just, I love that reframing totally. And it, I think it helped a lot because it helped me feel like I could commit health healthily and comfortably with him and not feel like I was going to fall into like past habits and past relationships where I felt like too attached or too emotional or too expectant of whatever mm. it could be I was expecting. But I feel like in past relationships, I had a lot of expectations and I feel like approaching it being like, this is my partner helped me to feel more comfortable and more secure in that commitment and not like, not like, not like it was like a lighter commitment, but a, a more secure than just boyfriend, girlfriend. Cause I felt like that was like, a title and then I wasn't even sure like where that would go or what we were expecting or like, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't feel right. So now we're three years into our relationship and I'm very committed to this man. Their boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. He got me good. Yeah. I, I'll call him my boyfriend now for sure. Like, but like partners still feel so real to me now like moving forward with the societal expectation of relationships mm -hmm. is that What's at one point step? that sounds like the scariest thing I've ever Isn't heard. Isn't that in my life, so dude. gross? I'm really right? glad you, Mark's my life partner. I'm starting right? to st just you saying that collection of words is making me societal sweat. expectation yeah, me of relationships. I'm sweating. It's profusely. gross, right? It's, it's like it's gross. gross. Okay. So it's gross. It's so I gross. don't fuck with the concept of marriage and like that could always change in my brain. And that's not something I'm like a harsh no on, but like at this point in time, I don't like the concept of marriage. And I don't think I would want to bring children into this world because 
this world's effed up enough. Also, I have my own mental health issues that I don't feel like passing my genes on to another baby and, and committing them to that. And like every parent tries their best and my parents are incredible, but it's like we still grow up with issues because their own insecurities get like thrown onto us whether they want it to or not. It's just how it goes when you're raising a child. And so I would I don't want to bring another baby into this world just to F them up, even if it's even if it's only a little bit. Like that is way too much responsibility in my brain. Everyone is fucked up. Everyone okay. So Everyone, everyone's effed up, but that doesn't mean I want to add to, right, add to the, right. <laughs> the population no, of F nobody, babies. Nobody knows what they're doing and everyone's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Print it. Pretty Pretty much. Print it. Put it on a billboard. Yeah. And like, like they, just the idea of marriage, like if I'm committed to somebody, I'm committed to somebody. Like I don't need to get the government involved. I don't need a piece of paper. Yeah. I don't need to get the government involved. Exactly. They're involved in everything else. Leave it out of my relationship. Go away. (laughs) Like, let me just love my person and, and define our relationship within ourselves with like between the two of us, like on our own. Right. Like I don't need, I don't need the concept of marriage to, to further that. And and maybe I'll feel different one day. Like, trust me, I, I fucking love this kid. Like he's my man's like, this ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he's, he's we handsome. love you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's handsome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He handsome is. fella. You, yeah, you are baby. You a king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are baby. Yeah. Baby. Um, but just, and, and he knows those things. And I think that at times it is a little bit difficult for him to wrap his head around because society raises us to believe that that's a goal and that he we loves should all you. have and he loves me. So he's like, this is how I want to show my love for you. Mm-hmm. And like, he's obviously more than respectful of it. And it's not something that's just like a closed conversation or anything. It's, it's a ever evolving thing as is our relationship and as is the love that we have for each other. So, but I think that there is some rooted commitment issues <laughs> that are coming yeah. into play with all of that beyond the ideas that I, expressed about not wanting to fuck up children and um like government get out of my business yeah yeah it's but we know you're listening yeah (laughs) it's like but it's socio it's like social commitment like the outside is trying to force you to commit to something trying to make you yeah and that's like where our parents come from right that in 2022 we don't have to go by social norms right we do whatever we want Mm -hmm. like within the law (laughs) <laughs> of course, but like to some degree, to some degree, but like we can do whatever we want. Like yeah. you, you want to call your boyfriend, your partner. Cool. Like it's a way gentler way to, to show love to somebody without fully committing to it. And you're allowed to call them your boyfriend years later. Right. Or girlfriend. And I think that's really, nobody beautiful. can say anything about your life because it's your life. Exactly. Right. Society doesn't get to dictate what we do anymore or how it, we get how to dictate yeah. how society moves forward. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the most important thing is like, are you are you making this decision for yourself or are you making this decision just because everyone around you wants you to do it, right? right. Like that's your decision. That's your life. That's your plan and that's your path. Exactly. And you get to choose it, not society. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm 34, single, 34, no kids. Well, right? no wonder we're single because we already have a life partner. I know, yeah. dude. I know. I know. Kathy and Mark. I know. Um, Somebody but it's fuck like- Mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> Wow. Jeez Louise. I thought oh I was going to be the, the one steamrolling your podcast, but you're doing it on your own. Um, yeah, but it's like society, you don't like, sure. Do my parents want me to have kids and a girlfriend? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I think they'd be more happy with me being successful and happy. You know what I mean? My, my mom is always just like, you can have kids. Like, no, I'm working too hard. Mom. Sorry. Like I need to be successful before I do anything else. She's like, that's okay. Love you. And it's like my dad and my stepmom, that. same way. They're yeah. like, 
they're my parents are very young. My dad, my parents are in their early fifties. I'm 34. Really? Yeah. So it's like, I've gotten to grow up with them and they've gotten to grow up with the societal views of back in the day Right. where now they're young enough to be like, eh, yeah, that's back in the day stuff. That kind of sucks. Like <laughs> you don't need to do that. You don't you need just, to uphold that. You just need to be successful. <laughs> like luckily my older brother, Eric has a baby, beautiful. So they're like, getting what they need out of all of us getting without being like, everybody go make kids. Everybody go get married. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you guys want to help pay for this? Like, what's the vibe here? Yeah. What are we it's talking expensive. about? Don't oh worry. Don't gosh. worry, mom and dad. He'll bring me to Beacard yeah. Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Card. Parents, stop up. forcing your babies into the machine. Let them find their own path. Yeah, just, yeah. just let them. Let them you cut it out. <laughs> you got to figure out your own path. I know it's well intended, but let them find their own path. Yeah. And I, gotta, I think what you were saying before is really beautiful about like, you, you know, you're at least in a place that you're acknowledging that maybe these are internal commitment issues that you're having. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really beautiful and uh, kind of you, you know, to, I mean, kind, just good, honest. honest and raw that you're telling your partner about those commitment issues. You know, yeah. as long as you're communicating that with your partner, I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. And that's how you're going to get through your commitment issues and, Absolutely. and, dissect them for yourself you know exactly yeah and I think that that'll continue to come with time and also just like yeah I don't know I think it's just it just comes with time and actually taking the space and not letting myself work myself to death so right. that I'm exhausted and don't want to take the space right I've to process things yeah I've definitely been focusing on fun and not focusing on uh my commitment issues and stuff I've just been you don't have to drinking. focus you don't have to okay. focus on those when we're drinking tequila in the kitchen what's up hell yeah brother <laughs> we're committing a tequila and Bud Lights <laughs> Yeah, you want a Bud Light? Committing to the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, you want a Bud Light? Oh Let's my gosh. Bud Light. Yeah. There's a Bud, there's a Bud Light <laughs> we have on set. One Bud Light for Marky P. Thank you. One single Bud Light. You guys, for you the guys boy. in a, a ASMR? Yeah, do it. <gasps> oh yeah. That made my brain tingle. <laughs> I'm yeah. not even kidding. <laughs> my right nipple is extremely hard. <laughs> Just the right. For the record. You might want to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, I might, might have to call someone on that. Anybody a doctor in this room? Oh my gosh. Absolutely oh, not. Oh, Absolutely not. Oh, Lordy. All right. Well, shoot. Did we all talk about our commitment issues? I don't want to talk about my commitment issues any longer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous still. Yeah. Are you nervous? No, no. I've let the cat out of the bag. I've kind of, I've, I've said what I've needed to say about my commitment issues. I feel good about it. It's good. I feel like you've helped me. You both have helped me into a better uh, headspace for commitment. Cheers. Oh, at least you're committed oh, to me. You. I am committed to you and this Bud Light. What's up? Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. Love it. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for Thank coming, you Mark. For being on this podcast. Marky so much P. fun. Hey, plug yourself. Yeah. Uh, find me at it's Marky P on Instagram, M A R C K I E, and the Marky P Show. Wake it up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so Mark also has his own podcast. So go check out Love the Marky it. P Show. Aww. Support me it's on so all nice socials. Support the girls. This is incredible. We love you. Um, next week, we're going to talk about attachment styles. Yes, we Because are. attachment styles are the way to get through your commitment issues. Yes, a way to process your commitment issues, as we were trying to actually like do some research before we came on and rambled about this, mm -hmm. was, was to identify your attachment styles. So we're going to try and do that, which might be a little intimidating and vulnerable and deep, but let's go there. It's baby. totally going to be vulnerable and deep because I already know my attachment style and I hate it. Oh, no. I hate it. I don't it. even know mine. I got to get, I got to do some homework. Hey, but <laughs> you guys think, what's your commitment issues? What are you, what are you scared of? What yeah. are you scared of committing to? And why don't you just do it? Gently. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. <laughs> be gentle with yourself. I think that's my go-to. And yeah, that's about it. 
Cool. Well, we're Rambling with Purpose. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Rambling with Purpose. Show us some love. Give us a holler. And also, uh, please give us a review. It helps. Yeah. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I don't Five know stars. if you're finding us elsewhere. Five oh, stars. Podcast Addict, I think, came up as someone's listening on there. I hear you. I see you. We see you. <laughs> I see you, little human. Um, thanks a lot, guys. Love you. Love you always. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.